Hello and welcome to a playoff preview edition of the Fancy Fantasy Football Podcast. And I'm back with my usual co-host, my friend, my roommate, the mother of my child, and soon-to-be children, Jennifer Murphy. Say hello, Jen. Hey, everybody. Sorry I'm not Nick. <laughs> he, he didn't have the day off to mourn for George W. Bush like I did, so Pat called me in. Yeah, we're recording this in the middle of the day on Wednesday, and it's a delight. Um, sorry, George H.W. But anyway, we just wanted to look at the playoffs real fast and uh, update on the Gen Stats Corner for uh, cumulative league records. So here we go. Jen, what do you have for us? Well, let's talk about the standings. It's 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 happened. The regular season's over. Yes, and you know some of the scenarios that we discussed on the last week of the regular season preview happened and some kind of crazy things happened. So uh, in the end, we we did have a different league top champion. Well said. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, we had two of the people that were kind of predicted to be in the, the bottom of the playoffs. But uh, the final standings are... Power couple Casey and Annalisa on top with number one and two. Indeed. Respectively, getting, g- gaining that bye week. Yep, that was very big. And then Meg Collins was in third. Uh, then we have Alex, and then we have a whole bunch of people, including people who didn't make the playoffs, tied. Uh, so then on tiebreakers, Nick and Jen uh, are the fifth and sixth seed. Just missing the mark are me and Meg Murphy. And then at the bottom, unfortunately, are Gary and Abby, uh, one game behind us. So uh, that is the spread, but uh, the points scored is really where the interesting story is, I think, and the points against. So I think it, Well, I think it's also interesting that the top four teams – are like 10 and 3, 9 and 4, 8 and 5 and then me and Nick snuck in with 5 and 8 as yeah. our, as our records. Yeah, 3 3 games behind fourth place. Uh, I suspect that record will be reflected in the crushing that happens in the playoffs. There's a disparity especially um with Meg Collins, but you didn't score that many fewer points than Alex. Um it's not like a blowout. It's no, really... that's true. Alex, me, and Nick are kind of in a similar. Well, no, I mean yeah. Alex has more points than Annalisa. Yeah, I know. It's really it's Meg Collins and Casey that have a lot, and and then there's a drop off, and then there's a lot of teams. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. So, what what have you found in your perusing of the league stats, Jen? Oh, so uh, most of the records that we talked about didn't come to play or come come into fruition because uh, we had a really bad week collectively. Yep. I mean, I personally had a very bad week, but like everybody was pretty low, low scoring last week, right? Uh, not everyone. Except Casey, <laughs> who played against you. Yeah, yeah. my opponent had a bang- gangbuster week. It was just phenomenal. Thanks, Casey. Uh, but everyone else had a crappy week, pretty much. Yeah, like our, I, I told you guys that it's been our highest scoring season, um, which is true still, but last as of last week, our average score was 102 points a week. Per team. Per team, and now it's 100. Yeah. So, like, that's crazy. One week dropped the average score that much. I mean, it's 100.9, so, you know. Still pretty good. Yeah. Um, no, it is still, like, 100, and t- 100 points, and our next highest scoring season was 96. So it's still a really high scoring season, which is reflected by the fact that we have a new – uh, record for most points scored in a season. Meg Collins with uh, 1,455 points, beating out my former 1,423. And I should say that Megan also had that same number of points. I had like 0.6 points on her. So um, a new record by by 32 points or whatever. And Casey actually also would have set the record had there not been 
another team that scored higher this season. So Casey has the now so second place all time. Out. Yes, Casey has the second place all time. Yeah, Casey um, made up a ton of ground, obviously, in the last week because he, he went off and everyone else was in rough shape. So he like almost caught up for the whole season to Meg Collins in a single week. So way to go, Casey. Like 155 points or something? What about 155 points? That's what he scored. That's what he yeah. scored. Yeah, and yeah. He, he made up like 70 points or whatever in a week. And it's not, I mean, the the record is 177 points, and it's so rare that games are that. I, mean, I bet he's probably in like the top five highest scoring games. I do not have that information. I would take that bet. I bet it is not in the top five highest really? scoring. Yeah, oh, 155 right. now. What do you want to bet? I'll bet uh, an extra movie choice. <laughs> no, no, That's what we, we always do. No, um, I don't know. We'll think of something. We'll think of something. <laughs> okay. But yes, I think. Stay it. tuned. Stay tuned. Exciting we'll pen. do it in the in the WhatsApp chain. There you go. We'll announce our bet and the results. So. Um. So uh, let's see. What did get set? Longest winning streak. Annalisa with eight games has the new record for longest winning streak. Meg Collins has the newest, the new record for most season points. And Nick and I are tied for the record for whatever you renamed it, the saddest loss or whatever, um, with 132 points and still losing a game. Exactly 132.0 for both of you? Exactly 132.0. Isn't it crazy that, like, I think that's so nuts that both that a new record was set because it's already crazy to lose a game with 132 points and that it was, like, an identical score and in the same season. Yes. And to power couple, Casey and Annalisa. Nick lost to Annalisa, who scored 150 points, and I lost to Casey, who scored 139 points. Very crazy. Casey ended the season very strong. Yes, he did. (laughs) I think the common story or like like the the consensus is that meg is going to kind of win the playoffs potentially she's like the favorite going in but i i feel like casey's my my number two i mean yeah and he has a bye and she doesn't so you know yeah well, crazy things she's happen. playing me but crazy things happen in a given week you you lose a single game and you're out and casey doesn't have to worry about the first game so. right i guess that's true man is casey the favorite him he, he's i would say he's co-favorite oh geez they're 11 points apart on the whole season and he has a bye week that has to count. Yeah. Something. Oh my God. But so many of those are the last two weeks, which like is what I don't you want. Well, yeah. I don't know if that like is is if that's a fluke, in which case like well then Meg's been more consistent, so then that better for her. Or if it's like momentum, in which case it's really good for him. I'm sure you have thoughts on that because you know where those numbers came from, whereas I don't really pay that much attention to the specific players and stuff. Um, I mean, I I pay a certain amount of attention. I would I would think that it does benefit Casey a little bit in this circumstance. And I thought Meg Collins had some injury concerns. She also has the bump bump. She also has the bump bump. Which come on, like at this point, it's kind of crazy. Like we've had three people win under bump bump conditions, and she sure looks good. Yeah, she's she's pretty good. Unless she made some changes to her lineup, she's pretty good health wise right now. So maybe maybe she doesn't have that much to worry about. Um. So that's good for her. So you wanted to know about like all points all time and stuff, how that how that has changed. Exactly. Yeah, I want to know the uh, total points scored and the total points against. Okay. Um, cumulatively. Cumulatively. All right. Well, let's see. Let's see if your knowledge has transferred over. We've talked about this a lot, so you should remember some things. Who has the most points all time? I think it's Jen Murphy, who is very good at fantasy football. This season hurt me, but I still I'm still at the top. Um, seven thousand seven hundred forty nine points. Who's number two? Nick. 7,700 flat. So he's 49 points. He gained some ground this year. And then? I this be- is where it starts getting trickier. I believe on Elisa. Yes. 7,551. 7, so kind of a precipitous drop off from Nick. Nick's got a solid 150 points on her. 
But that's not that much over the course of six. No, but seasons. once we talk about the points against, I think you'll like. There is a 750 point spread from the most points for to the least points for, but only 400 points from most points against to least points against, which seems kind of crazy to me. It doesn't seem crazy to me because and the the and there's kind of a major outlier. The person who has the the least points against has 200 less points than the next person. So like. If you ignore that kind of random one, it's a, we're really tightly packed on points against. But I would expect that because you play essentially against the whole league with a random distribution of multiple the people you play twice per league, whereas you're always in control of your own team and therefore always influence the normal total number right. of points you score. So I would expect points against to be tight, more tightly packed than points for. Wow, you're right, and like it, it keeps it gets more and more like that every season, which I guess you'd also expect. So. Yeah, more data. Yeah, so interesting. So interesting. Aren't we all so interested? I'm I, interested. We're so interested. Okay, you're right. Annalisa, number three. This is the same as last year, that nothing has changed there. Number four. So I recall that you said that because you like insulting me with backhanded compliments, you you said before updating it for, with this season that you were shocked to hear that I was fourth place Isn't overall. it shocking? <laughs> this is not a backhanded compliment. This is an actual compliment. I think you might be really unlucky. Because, yeah, you're like, you're, you're number four, 7,388 points, um, you know, 100 and like 70 points below Annalisa or whatever. And I'm going to guess that now, now that Meg Collins is fifth with her stellar season that occurred. Yeah, I wish I actually, I should have looked. She, she jumped two or three spots. And is she fifth? Yes. Hey, fifth. I'm, am I five for five, guys? You aren't. Can we again just talk about how crazy it is that you're number four? Okay, yeah, let's keep talking about that. Don't you think it's crazy? Wasn't that surprising to you? A little bit surprising, but not that surprising because I think that I'm not terrible. You're also one of only two people to be in the same spot for points for and points against. You're number four in points against, too. Yeah, but as we said, except for playing your spouse or significant other or a rival twice, um, you're not, it is pretty random who you play against, so that's not shock. I would expect probably, except for witches, which is to say Casey Johnson, um, your points against should be largely random with a slight thumb on the scale if your rival is extra good or extra bad. That's my prediction. Yeah. All right, so anyway, you're right. Meg Collins is number five. Who do you th- think is number six? I'm going to say it is... So we still have Gary, Abby, Meg Murphy, and Alex. Yeah, so I, I mean, obviously I'm using a I'm Tim, Tim Alex combo on this. It's it's Tim Alex. Oh. Alex's good season jumped that person up or that team up a bunch of spots too. So Meg and Tim Alex moved up a lot this year. Um, he has 7,206 points, um, you know, like 110 points below Meg. So, well, uh, below me. Or below Meg. Below Meg, sorry, yes. And then, so now Meg Murphy, I say. Abby. Abby, Forgot about sorry, it. Sorry, Abby, I wasn't trying to insult you. Or, yeah. or Meg. I don't know who I would be insulting. But anyway, I'm sorry. It's It gets tightly packed for the next three, so it's it, like very close. It's Abby with 7,197, and then Meg Murphy with 7,180. So they're only 17 points apart. Um, over the course of six seasons. Over the course of six seasons. Yeah. So those are, I feel like, essentially a tie at number six. It's like a sixth of a point per game per season. <laughs> right. They're, they are, they're like co-holders of number six. Yeah. And then what do you think? Uh, I'm going to say that, so it's, it's just who's last between Gary and Casey. Yeah. I'm going to say, uh, Gary's last. So I'm going to say Casey is second to last. You'd be wrong. Oh, darn. Casey's still last. Okay. Even with this phenomenal season he had. Bummer. Um, he was, he was really far behind. 
Uh, Gary has 7,121 points all time. So, you know, 60-ish points behind Meg Murphy. And then Casey has 7,014 points, 110-ish points below Gary. Well, I'm so sorry. So Casey made up some ground. A lot of ground. He had he had what would have been the new record for a single season. So, I mean, he made up a ton of ground. And yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. Fun thing about Casey, Casey always has all the fun stats for me, which is not the same as me picking on him. Um, he has the most points against. So he has the least points for and the most points against. So that's kind of crazy. And, and there was at least one season where he had the least points against. So like his... I feel like his overall fantasy trajectory has been very interesting. So, yeah, that's where I'm getting at with the thumb on the scale. I would guess that Casey and me and Meg Collins are probably the among the top people of in points against because we always, we always play Annalisa and you and Nick twice a year, and that would be rough sometimes. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't even look at the, like, reverse. Yeah, who the rival is. Yeah. Um, well, you're right. Casey is is number one in points against. Then Meg Collins. Then mm-hmm. Megan Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, which did that? Which is, is not explained because yeah, that's, Tim that's a, traditionally didn't score many points, so she was getting probably particularly unlucky in her other games. Mm-hmm. Then you, but I will say that all four of you are within seventy five points of each other. Yeah. And then Nick, then me, then Abby, then Gary, then. Tim slash Alex and then Annalisa, but like yeah, so but the first nine teams are two hundred and fifty points total away from each so other. So again, Annalisa playing Casey twice a year, and Casey, oh shoot, Casey being by far the lowest scorer uh, overall, completely makes sense. Yeah, I guess yeah, I guess that is reflected. It's reflected in the data. Yes, but um, nonetheless, clearly the power couple of this year, number one and two for like the whole second half of the season. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they've they've had those buy slots like practically on lock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's where that's where things are with the whole regular season thing. Um, I will update on like the standings portion of it because there's some interesting stuff there in terms of like, you know, your regular season standings versus your final standings. It's kind of fun. Um, spoiler alert: you've also traditionally gotten unlucky there. Yeah. Cool. Um. But yeah, we'll do that later. So let's let's talk about the championship. Let's talk about the, the playoffs. Yeah, and the reverse playoffs. Let's do both. And so let's playoffs. let's start with the reverse playoffs because that's you know not the showstopper. So uh, first, let's go with uh, we've got Gary versus Meg Murphy, um, the Knights Who Say Knee versus Dancing Through Linemen. Uh, current projection: Meg M ninety eight and Gary eighty eight. So a ten point advantage for Meg M. And um, on the season, certainly a, a better season uh, point total points scored for for Meg, so she should seemingly should be rightfully favored. What do you think, Jen? Yeah, and I, I also think that she kind of finished the season particularly strong. Um, so I'm I'm gonna give this one to Megan. Yeah. Um, they just recently played like two weeks ago, didn't they? Or like, they they just played last week. Shoot. Yeah. So they're playing their rematch. rematch, a rematch of last week. Oh my God. Uh. Well. Interestingly, looking at the clicking on the actual lineup, uh, so Gary's only disfavored by ten points, and he has two goose eggs in his lineup uh, because of injuries. So he will go up a lot. So actually, he will probably be favored once he actually sets his lineup, um, which is interesting because again, he didn't have as strong of a season overall. I'm assuming his bench is deep enough to get him those ten points. Yes, he will. He will add easily add more than ten points yep. to his. Oh, interesting. I wonder. 
Is she having troubles? Um, it just looks like kind of a low week for a couple of people. Uh, she her wide receiver two and running back two are not super strong. Um, and they kind of have a low mm. week for her quarterback, considering how he was pretty good lately. So an interesting one. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I'm still going to go Meg, even though clearly on paper, once Gary sets his lineup, he should be favored. As we've discussed, mostly, I mean, only Gary and Tim have won the SACO. So Megan, if she loses, would be a first time eligible for her first SACO. Indeed. If if they finish number nine, does that mean they were in the SACO Bowl in a previous season? No, because we um, we do the final season rankings based on the pre-SACO playoffs because we don't want to encourage people to tank. Okay, so there's no way for me looking at the final standings to know who played in the SACO yeah, other yeah, than the yeah. person who won the SACO. Yeah, you have to individually look. Um, I would like to know, but I yeah, I guess I can't. Yep, and then the other uh, SACO playoff is, unfortunately for me, me versus Abby. Um, I currently am very slightly favored by a little four points, 97.7 to 93.1. Have uh, you ever been in the SACO Bowl? I, I know I've been, obviously I've been in the Seco playoffs. I believe I might have been in the Seco Bowl one okay. time. Because I thought maybe it was the first time for both of you. I th- I've, been, I've been in the playoffs, obviously, because I have not been in the real playoffs several seasons. And I think I've been in the actual, the bowl game itself uh, once, maybe. But obviously I didn't win it, fortunately. So yes. Oh, by the way, I told Jen, and I'm telling you guys now, if I do win the Sacco, I'm dissolving the league as commissioner, just so you know. He does keep saying that. Um. So I am slightly favored and... It looks really close to me on paper. Uh, she has uh, Patrick Mahomes, the star quarterback who's been destroying everyone. Uh, he is averaging a ridiculous 27.7 points per week, and they have him only projected for 22.6, uh, which is obviously a lot of points, but not compared to his average. She has uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who is also crazy good. Um, Delvin Cook. So I don't feel like super great about the matchup. I mean, I have an okay team. I did. You also have a, kind of the Megan situation where you've been doing well generally the last few weeks. However, if you've been paying attention to the news, I do unfortunately have Kareem Hunt, uh, who is not playing football anymore because footage of him pushing and lightly kicking a woman in a hotel lobby uh, did come Ooh. out. <laughs> yeah. So he is not on any football team right now. Good he, God. He was on waivers and no one picked him up. That's how toxic he is right now. So um, so my best running back by far is now not playing football. So that hurts, cool, and that's, cool. that's why I, the projection is close. I have, I have a similar situation. Yeah. Uh, well, not not on a bad behavior front, at least, fortunately for you. No, but just my, my number one running back yeah. is not playing. So, yeah, I think it's a squeaker, and I would— I'm still going to give it to you. Thank you. I really—I need that confidence boost. It was kind of a bummer. Last week, like, for sure, my best chance of making the playoffs was just Pat losing— so like I felt a lot better when I saw that Casey was crushing him, and that didn't that didn't feel right. It didn't feel good for me, Jen. I got destroyed. I tried to I tried to like not express it. <laughs> you didn't do a great job. Of I, no, he's you guys. I was I was great. All right, let's move on to the real playoffs. Uh, as we mentioned, Casey and Annalisa have the bye. Congratulations, guys! So you don't have to do anything. Uh, and it doesn't change anything. So uh, one one real matchup that counts. Uh, let's go for the one that is, unfortunately for you, not projected yeah. to be that close right now. No. You versus Mm-mm. Meg Collins. You are disfavored by about 14.6 points. She's going to kill me. She, her team's real good, Jenny. Her team is good. I don't know if you know this, but it's broke the record for most points scored in a season. Her team is good. My team was, like, middling, and then 
in the past weeks has had some real struggles. I I, I had to drop someone from my team because they went on the injured reserve list. Melvin Gordon didn't play last week. He's not going to play this week. I have a couple other questionable players. It's been not good times. And like when you're already in middle, you really can't afford that. So I am choosing the happy to be nominated path of just like, thank goodness I squeaked into the playoffs. I am happy for Meg to beat me and continue on her bump up path to victory. Yeah, I'm going to have to favor Meg Collins on this one too. <laughs> really? I'm so shy. Yeah, I know. I'm really sorry. But yeah. Yeah, she, uh, she's favored by 14 and it's kind of earned. If, if you yeah. had Melvin Gordon, it would be slightly different, but he is out and that sucks for you. Sure is. All right. Then the last one, the closest meaningful match, most likely, uh, if you're saying that the playoff ones are the ones that matter, are uh, is Alex versus Nick. And uh, currently, Alex has a, a, a slight lead, uh, 6.8 points in the projection. And uh, Nick, also in a, in a situation with, with an untimely injury, uh, James Conner, the uh, Pittsburgh running back who was the, the bonus of the year as far as uh, picking up a backup who was known to be the starter for a little while but ended up being the starter the whole year. He is injured and is not playing this week, and don't it is uncertain if he'll play when he'll play again. Um, he, his injury is more serious than initially considered, and so his best running back is not available. Um, and so now he's in a little bit of a tough spot running back-wise going against Alex, who was a you know, very solid team. But, again, points scored on the whole season, they were pretty close yeah, to Yeah, I each forget other. that. I think about it as like, oh, Alex, obviously he's a force. But then I – like they're 30 points apart. It's just that – that's crazy that they have a three-game difference. I mean, Nick, we've discussed this at length in the chat. Nick has had some rough, rough luck. Exactly. So I, I think that especially because of the injury – uh, to James Conner, probably uh, Alex has to be a slight advantage, but I would say it's, I'm going to say, here's my prediction, closer than the 6.8 point margin that uh, ESPN claims. I predict Nick. Ooh, there you go. We've got I a want, split. I split really, I, I want a Nick Meg playoff, and I actually kind of want a Nick Meg playoff and a Gary Abisacco. <laughs> oh, well, that part would be good for me at least. So. I just like it when it's couple versus couple in the finals. I think that's fun. Yeah, but so yeah, Nick, as you're aware, I know you're aware, but uh, Nick and Meg, you know, would only be able to play each other in the championship because the winner of the first round will be playing the two teams with a bye, Casey and Annalisa. So they, it yeah. Would... So who plays? So Meg and I are three and six, which means we play Annalisa because she's second. Yes. The so yeah the winner, um, the winner of the Meg U game plays Annalisa, and the winner of the Alex Nick game plays. So literally Casey. everyone in, else in the playoffs that is not Meg Collins is hoping that I pull off some sort of crazy miracle victory. Why not? Oh, yeah, Meg Collins because she's playing against you. Yeah, exactly. Yes, of course. No one wants to play Meg Collins. <laughs> and Alex and Nick are, like, kind of the same, so probably they don't care that much about that. Yeah. Well, I, I'm excited to have all of your well wishes as my team bursts into a ball of flames on the field. Yes. And Gronkowski scores, like, a half a point. Oh, Gronkowski. Just I'm to so prove sorry. that he's still alive. Two, two, second round pick for Jen. I mean, it was a dumb thing to do, and I knew it at the time. But he served me so well for so many seasons. Just would have would have felt disloyal. You couldn't help yourself. I couldn't. Yeah. So that's, that's our very brief uh, preview of the first round of the playoffs. So just really quick and dirty. Your prediction is Meg is going to beat me. Alex is going to beat Nick. Then, closer than then who points. wins Alex versus... Or Meg Collins versus Annalisa. I'm going to say Meg Collins going to the and championship. And then who wins Casey versus Nick? I'm going to say Casey. So it's going to be a Casey-Meg championship? That's my prediction. They're the, the two highest scoring teams by far. They they had a great season each. 
And again, I just want to point out, because I'm always one to give credit, Casey did all of that without his number one pick of the whole draft, Le'Veon Bell. Way to go, Casey Johnson. Yeah, he's really he's had a crazy season. All right, well, I'm excited to see what happens. Edit this puppy. Get it to the masses. All right, I'll try and get this out very quickly. And uh, Could you hear my birth ball? Uh, yes, I'm sure. Pat's going to be editing this podcast real mad. Yep, because she's been sitting on a giant yoga ball. Uh, and so I had to get a bigger one. Apparently, your hips are your hips are supposed to be above your knees, and if you're five ten, you need like a seventy five centimeter ball. It's enormous. I hate it. It takes up so much room, and we have this giant horse, and we have this big Christmas tree, and now we have this giant ball that takes up like our whole apartment between those three objects, and I hate it. Anyway, you don't care about that. You just want to play football. Have a good one, everyone. I think they enjoy your irritation. Yeah, I know. Everyone, everyone enjoys it when I'm super annoyed. He's fine. I'm fine. He's fine. I'm fine. This is my fine He's voice. Fine. We went to see Creed 2 today. We saw Creed 2 on we, our we morning day. We ate breakfast Sammies. We ate breakfast Sammies, and we saw Creed 2, and we had samosas. So that's, uh, that's how you mourn He's George H.W. He's having a lovely bidet. Mm-hmm. I'm having a lovely bidet. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <Can you imagine? laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Don't right. leave that in. He's, on, having, he's having a lovely day. On that thought, everyone. Just don't, think of, don't think about that. Bye. Bye. Bye.